Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls podcast episode 65. My name is Paul Mann and I will be hosting the show today and I've been joined by uh, Matt Lansley. Hi, how are you? I'm not too bad, Paul. Thank you. You? Uh, kind of in a recovery mode after yesterday's one-all draw with Rotherham. What about you? Pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. Dejected, but a little bit over it next game. So, all eyes on the next game now. Yeah, well, sadly, we're going to have to talk about it. but <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> that now, but I think, you know, it would be a bit dead otherwise, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's, um, so, yesterday had some EPR3 reaction. And as you would expect after drawing with Rotherham 1-0, um, it wasn't upbeat. It was definitely downbeat. Here's a few of the ones we had. Um, let's put a mixture for you. Uh, we start off with this positive one. Still safe, jest from math. Um, Nath St. Paul put absolute deserved relegation. Dave Stevens, waste of time. And I think an interesting one from uh, Lord CKS, all on Gomez. What do you think on that one, Matt? Do you think uh, that possibly wasn't his uh, best game for Gomez yesterday? It definitely wasn't his best game. Um, I think, obviously, I think most fans have been relatively happy with what he's done so far. Obviously, he's brought everyone together. But I think he does deserve a bit of criticism for yesterday. Obviously, some people, or I heard someone calling for him to be sacked, that I think was very premature. But I think, I don't think he should be, he should completely avoid criticism from yesterday. Because I think, obviously, there were things that he could have done a lot better, substitutions and stuff. Um, So it definitely wasn't his best game. It was manager-wise. So, yeah, I, I think, and I, I think even if he was completely honest about it, I do think he, deep down, he might have done something differently, even though he might not want to admit it. I think when you look back on it, you know, the substitution for O'Shea, you know, I, I'm, I'm next to certain. If, if he was going to do it again, he'd probably bring Barrow or someone on, or I certainly would. <laughs> yeah, totally. I think that was a key moment. And we'll come on to that later. Um uh, the substitutions. It was a mixed day. I'd just talk about it quickly. Mixed day for Gomez because we score an amazing goal to start mm. off the match. Scored that in the 31st minute. I mean, what a goal that was. Starting off from Baker, pressurised, and Martinez almost on his own goal line and ending up with a, got to say, a really good finish from Ijaria. Good pullback from Gareth McCleary, who I thought was pretty good yesterday. One of his best games for a while. What do you think of that goal, Matt? Um, well, it was just 
it was probably the goal that Gomez would have dreamt for for the game. Um, like you say, it was I think nine nine of the players were involved in it. Um, right right from the back, they dealt with the pressure fantastically, passed out beautifully, um, and were very quick and very very precise with their attacking. You know, they were so. You know, once once I think it was Miazga got out Swift, Swift got it out to Blackett, then Blackett released. I think it was McCleary down the left, and before before you know it, we're we're on there, the the edge of their box, and Ajaria sweeps it in. It it was a fantastic goal. You know the way like it, it was it, it it was the speed of it as well, and it's 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 what it's what we want. I think it's what everyone wants to see. Obviously, Gomez really wants to see that. Hopefully that that might give them a bit of confidence they can do it a bit more um but we just haven't really seen that sort of goal that often which obviously with our style of play would be a goal we'd probably need to score more of because it's the way we play so yeah which is the complete opposite of uh Rotherham, which yeah their manager paul warren seems to lose the plot a little bit um uh, after the match <laughs> but it's a uh, we kind of dominated the first half after that moment, but I don't remember us having any real chances. Um, someone who didn't really affect the game that much yesterday was Nelson Oliveira. Um, I was hoping in the second half he'd come more back into the match, but I thought their number five, Ajaya, was, I thought he was excellent and marked him out of the match basically for the whole game because he just couldn't get into it at all. But the second half starts and straight away we are on the back foot and just cross after cross. Rotherham had 35 crosses in that match. Um, how were you feeling in that second half, Matt? Um, well, they, did, they, they, they didn't really create an awful lot for all their crosses and everything. Martinez dealt, dealt with it fantastically for a lot of the game is catching was was very good his decision making was very good punched very well so all all the crosses he was he was dealing with very well but like the the mentality of one goal isn't going to be enough is starting to creep back in and even though Rotherham they weren't threatening a huge amount I was I was sat there for a lot of the second half thinking that you know one one goal isn't going to be enough here I, I was going to be very surprised if it was and then it turned out to be the case like it it, it was it was just frustrating how much they sat back because we knew that Rotherham were going to have to come out at us, but we we didn't want to almost try and exploit that. We didn't want to try and get in behind until they got they got their goal, really. So it, it was it was just a bit disappointing and well, pretty disappointing really, and just frustrating that they didn't show a bit more bit more ambition really to 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 win a game rather than trying to trying to hold on. So. Yeah, not long before that, we actually uh, saw the substitution of John O'Shea coming in onto the pitch and taking off Mate. Now, I thought Mate it didn't look that great in the second half. He had a bit of an injury, I felt as well. As well, he looked very yeah. tired. He should have taken. I, I it's easy with hindsight. We never know what actually would have happened. But as we discussed before we started recording this, I would have put on Barrow, and you agreed as well. Yeah. Barrow for Mate. And I think that would have made a lot more sense than bringing on John O'Shea. I mean, you can't knock his career and all of these different things, but centre midfield in that setting, sitting position at his age with his legs now, uh, I'm not quite sure. What do you think? No. Well, I think 
some some as we said before some some people were calling for it after the after the Sheffield United game why couldn't you play someone like him in midfield to give us a bit of bit of solidity but in in my in my opinion he's just he's just far too slow he's too slow he's too cumbersome he can get by as being a centre back because his positioning is very good and you know centre backs don't have to be too mobile but a defensive midfielder does you know he he, he and especially when you've got weak players next to you and one thing that Rotherham weren't really playing through our midfield a lot, so it didn't really make to me much sense putting him in in midfield. It would have it would have made a bit more sense if he was going to bring him on and do a, a three or five at the back, which I thought he was going to do when he came on, and have him have him in the back five or back three. That would have made more sense. But again, you probably would have waited to you know the 80th or 85th minute to do that if you really had to. Um, it it just didn't really make. To, to me, it didn't make a huge amount of sense because we weren't like yes, yes, they're putting a lot of crosses in, but they weren't really troubling us too much. They weren't playing through the midfield too much, which you know, which you might motivate you to put him in there, but it, it wasn't happening. So it, it was, it, it was just strange to me. It was just a bit of a strange, strange decision. So yeah, no, I, I agree totally. Also, the fact that Rodham was so open to the counter attack. Mm-hmm. As we saw after they equalised, I mean, let's talk about the goal when they equalised because I think what actually happens is Yadam tries to play offside for a split second. Mm. Smith gets a good header. It's the way Rotherham play. There's nothing wrong with that. It works for them. Uh, cross into the box. Then Ajay gets ahead of Moore. So it's a combination of small mistakes. Martinez can do nothing about the goal. It's just that no, you can't save. If you're going to save it from that distance, that's a bit of luck, isn't it? It's going to have to hit you. Yeah. But then after the equaliser, which we all kind of felt with all the previous games of late goals against Rotherham and Bolton, we then decide to, it would be a nice idea to attack and actually go down the other end. <laughs> um, it would have been quite a good idea, I've got to say, if we'd done this before. Um, Yeah, the only shot I remember from before their equaliser was Ijaria when he went on a run from inside his own half, went past a couple of players and had a shot that went quite wide, but it was an effort on goal. But then we had some absolutely golden moments after that when we really should have scored one of them. Where do you want to start on them, Matt? Which one? I mean, there's just so many of them. I don't really want to look back at them, but <laughs> <laughs> I think the first one was it was Oliveira and the goal gaping when like 80, that was after about 85 minutes or so, I think, crossed in and somehow, I think that was a picture on Twitter I saw where, oh, it's just, and then Barrow rounding the keeper, but it was it was a tough angle for him, that one, but just a little bit weight on that ball. Yeah, a little bit more. It seemed it seemed like he was trying to pass it into the middle anyway, mm. because it, it wasn't it was it was either like a very bad shot. <laughs> um, yeah. But it just it, it just needed more more power on it. It was just yeah, it just you don't really want to look back at chances like that after a game. Oh, I know it's just painful when it was had the Miazga header from a Gareth McCleary cross when perhaps he could have done better there. And we also had the header from Baker as well, which was a bit of a pass-back header, really, than more than a... To the keeper. <laughs> yeah, it's just, oh... Just, I mean, there was a four, I would say, I mean, people would say the biggest chance were the two that kind of... The first one that fell to Oliveira, like you said, from the Gareth McCleary kind of cross shot, which just 
ends up just behind Oliveira, so it looks like an awful miss. But I think he has to twist, and it wasn't his day. And then the Barrow one, when you think, just shoot, just mm. shoot, <laughs> and oh, we'll just no. do something, put put some power on it to reach teammate. But he did did neither really. So <laughs> no, no, I sat right behind that in the Dolan stand, and the ball was dribbling just slowly, <laughs> slowly. <laughs> And it's I felt like, like I want to get on the pitch and just pull it towards the goal slightly. <laughs> but no, it wasn't working out. Um, the substitutions of bringing on Barrow and um, Harriet, just why did we wait so long to do yeah. that? I mean, I've no idea what Gomez... Yeah. I think ev- ev- everyone knew, I think, that, you know, Rod- Rotherham, they were going to sit back in the first half. They were gonna They were going to time waste. You know, you can't complain at them for doing that because... You know that they don't have a, sh- a shining away record. We'll say <laughs> um, they're not they're not a technically good team. You know they were they were always going to come and sit in, try and get a smash and grab if they can. But a draw would have always been a fantastic result for them. So everyone probably knew they they would have to be a bit more adventurous in the second half, which again is a bit a bit strange. Why why you'd bring on O'Shea at that time when when we weren't the defense wasn't being overly troubled the defense was holding quite well you know what if 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 it was me if it was my decision you're trying to exploit the counter-attack a bit more and keep keep pace on the pitch because we you know we could have really hurt them like we showed at at the end of the game with 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 our pace which you know Rotherham one thing they don't have in that team is pace they don't have pace up front in midfield or at the back you know they're a very they're a physical side but very cumbersome side so it's like you know, it, it, it's we said it earlier, but it's just a, it was it's a strange decision, strange strange decision. But I guess had had he brought them on and had they still scored, he might be getting criticised for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, totally. We never know yeah. will we, how it's how it's going to work out. What would have been absolutely uh, wow, that would have been horrendous if they would have scored with that chance in the last seconds of the match. <laughs> That just went wide of the uh, post when Martinez diving full length. I mean, there's no way I felt that we deserved to lose that game. But thankfully, we didn't. Somebody who we kind of alluded to earlier took offence to our comments from our players, John Swift, was Paul Warren, the Rotherham manager. And he said, uh, after the match, John Swift, who used to play for us, said in the programme, ready needs to keep the ball and tire us out. And we were very direct. So I said to the lads before the game, they won't tie you out because Reading are not as fit as you. I mean, and then he goes on to say, so that's insulting. You're not long ball, so you have to believe in yourself. Um, well, I'm not sure on that, Paul. I mean, you are long ball. Why don't you just embrace that? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It works for you. There's nothing illegal about playing uh, you know, long ball football. If you just look at the stats, you just play far more long passes, 35 crosses on their own. I mean, come on, 85 long passes compared to 50 for us is just, I don't know. It just accepts it. I mean, it motivated them, but it's a bit odd, don't you think? Well, it's, it, it was, it, to me, it didn't even sound that insulting, though. Like, I don't really get what he took so much offence to, because, yes, they are a long ball side, but it's that... At, at the end of the day, that that that's how that's how they win games. That that's how they get get results, and they they wouldn't be able to play in any other style. Like the fact that you know Swift and Gomez had highlighted that and alluded to that in the match day program, I, I would have thought 
if anything, would have been a, a, a good point for Rotherham because because they're, they're, they're clearly saying that, you know, they're very effective playing this style of football. The only way we're going to, or the only way we're going to counter that is to keep the ball, try and tire them out and pass it round them. But he seemed to take massive offence to that. And, yeah, and it's, it's, wasn't it? Slot almost. So it obviously worked for him in the end because players seem to be quite fired up for it. But it, it just, it seemed very strange. And I, like, I think, one one of the last things he said on that was that maybe he's getting too touchy about it, and I think he I think he was like I think he might look back on that <laughs> once the dust has settled and maybe think differently about you know those those views. But you know at the end of the day they are a long ball team. If he doesn't want to be highlighted as a long ball team, he maybe look at changing the style. But like you know just just like as anyone who would come against Reading would probably say they're a possession side. You know they don't create a whole lot but they hold the ball very well they can pass the ball very well that's not a criticism on reading saying that you know they can hold the ball very well you know it's 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 just the style of play it's just people highlighting what the opposition can do and he seemed to you know take it to take it to the real extreme and almost try and try and get in a fight that wasn't there almost so <laughs> i think he's an angry i think he's quite angry he does, he, does, he does he does look like quite 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 a fierce guy quite, quite a fierce guy on the on the touchline so <laughs> yeah 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 if that's the way he motivates his players and, and he gets them in this kind of yeah, mentality it, and it's yeah. worked for them i mean it, it, what, it i say it's worked for them we're still so it, it, it worked yesterday to be fair yeah why yeah, he was able to use that to his advantage so <laughs> yeah i mean we're still not in the relegation zone that is the key factor and we're now i mean i know probably nobody wants to hear this after yesterday but we're now four matches unbeaten at home which is not amazing but it's the first isn't it since since the swansea game yeah so yeah. i mean it's not sensational and i'm not going to say oh well the world is a better place now i'm ready going to win the champions league in a couple of years but it's a start, isn't it? It's better than losing every single game. Because, you know, if we lose just one of those games, we're in the relegation zone. Mm. And all of a sudden, everyone feels a little bit differently about it. And our, our home form as well, before before Gomez and before the turn of the year, it was pretty wretched as well. So it's nice to see at least that is showing signs of improving. We're becoming harder to beat at home because it was almost at the start of the season when we were it was like four games on the bounce we lost. At home, it was almost becoming, you know, coming to Medeski was, you know, the easy game. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was just a nice day out for the away mm. team, wasn't it? And that's what you want. You want to be able to pick up a few points because it is going to be ugly between mm. now and the end of the season. It's not going to be pretty. We're going to probably dip in and out of the relegation zone. I mean, I know we've got Ipswich next week, which we're going to come on to, but I just can't see it being a simple course. I still think it's going to go down to the last day. Do you think it's going to, go to the last day, Matt? I can't really see any other situation really than than it going to the last day because I think we only have to match Rotherham's results, but we've both got such tough run-ins. You know, we might each team might get a lucky win here and there against a team that they're not expected to get. But I, if 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 we're safe by you know the penultimate game or before, then. It would have been a fantastic job done by Gomez. I can't really see that we will be safe yes. for that Birmingham game. So it's going to be it's going to be nail biting. It's going to be it's going to be physical. It'll be gritty, but hopefully they'll 
they'll have the mentality and can really rise up to the challenge really because it's one thing that seems to have been they've been struggling really rising to the challenge but let's also not forget there's only a few weeks ago that we were five points behind Rotherham Mm. and now we've actually caught up I'd still rather be in our position and I you know maybe I'm blindly optimistic but I still think that we're going to stay up just by, I don't know, the fact that this is how relegation works. Other teams below us are going to be worse. That's the basic principle, isn't it? So I think we're going to end up with 43 points, I would say, roughly. Um, I asked the poll on uh, Twitter and asked the question, do you think we're staying up? And 55% of you think we're still staying up, which I'm quite surprised with after yesterday, because normally after a bad result, it just completely plummets. (laughs) (laughs) So we have got Ipswich next week. Now, they are a team. This is their last, last, last final grasp of getting out of the relegation zone. We have a nine-point gap on them, which is effectively 10 with our goal difference. I think their goal difference is minus 30-something. Ours is way better, basically, than theirs. Um, they win to get it back to six points. They don't win many games at all, but they also don't lose many. They got three draws from their last three matches, including Derby, Stoke and Wigan yesterday when they had last minute heartbreak, which, um, you know, we're kind of used to as well. How do you think it's going to go, Matt? Um, it's quite a difficult one to predict, I think, because obviously Reading are pretty woeful on their travels, really. Um, and like you say, it is it is, it is almost Ipswich's last, last chance to stay in this race because if they lose there'll be 12 points from safety 13 effectively with goal difference at the moment and you, you know you can't see them coming back coming back from from that um so wh- whether they might be up up for the challenge but i think i i i think reading reading will win i can't really or well, anything less than a win i think for us could it's it's more the mental factor it could play on the players I think because we haven't really done very well against the teams around us when 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 we've played them I don't think we've won beaten any of the teams around us actually this season I don't think actually no, um, none of them no yeah. so like, I think it it it'd be a massive game for both for both teams I do I I do think we will win because I do think the quality will might play a part. At long, long last, but <laughs> but I think it it it's not going to be. It will be a very tight game. It will be tight. It's not going to be. It's not going to be pretty. I don't think it's. Yeah, another one of those ugly matches. I think it'd be yeah. very, very similar to yesterday, but mm. Ipswich played a very different way. They don't play long ball oh, at yeah. all. Mm. Um, they won't be having Knudsen because he's uh, missing because he got mm. a red card yesterday. He's one of their better players. I think Lamb Pennington in the yeah. as well, which could be could be massive. So because he's serving his touchline band, that could be a massive massive help for Reading. Yes, yes, definitely. And also, it's really good to see they're giving a twelve pound tickets for both home and away fans. And something I should have said earlier as well: the atmosphere yesterday was one of the best ones we've seen for quite a long time. I know, um, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm the biggest fan of those clappers at all. I'm really not. But it did work. It did work. And I think that helped the team. Um, what are your thoughts on those clappers, Matt? Because I am... 
Um, I walked into the stadium. I got up to the top of top of the south stand. And I just looked over and I just thought, I was clo- I was verging on leaving. I was verging <laughs> on leaving. I thought you cannot be serious. <laughs> no, um, they 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 do help generate an atmosphere, but I'm not a fan of them personally. No, that's fair enough. I'm not really a fan. But I mean, did the donor look more full? Because when I'm sat in the donor, it's hard to tell. The the, the 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 whole stadium as a whole, I think, looked 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 a lot looked a lot fuller. Like I thought, I thought it might have been over over sixteen thousand, but I think it was just just under that mark. But it, yeah, it, it was just it, it was nice yeah. to see it. It was nice yeah. to see it a lot fuller. And like you say, the Dolan sound, it was a lot. It, it was a lot fuller. You could tell it even in the in in the lower rows, um, around the corner as well to the to the east stand. It 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 it, it looked a lot better. And it's it's nice seeing a a full stadium or say full in um, <laughs> more a, people there anyway yeah it's, it's just nice seeing more people in the stadium so as, as a general rather than just seeing empty seats it was it was a bit of a plus from yesterday I, I guess you could say so yeah I was, yeah I thought it was um, a decent atmosphere for a game between two teams that were I'd say limited at best really I mean if you look at our second half display it was pretty grim wasn't it really until the equalise. But the Ipswich match, again, I've got slightly sidetracked there. The Ipswich match is going to be such... If we win that match, I almost think yesterday will be slightly forgotten because Rotherham have got Blackburn. And Blackburn have got... Well, I don't know. I mean, we beat Blackburn, didn't we? On a bit of a dip of late Blackburn. They've got a draw yesterday to all, but hopefully they pull their finger out and get at least the draw there because... Mm. You've, we can't lose Ipswich. That is a game no. we cannot lose because you do not want to give them any hope. Mm. Because if they get that back at six points, they've got a little glimmer. Mm. Like that, that that should almost be a motivation for for the Reading players. I would have thought because they've got an opportunity here to almost, or you know, not mathematically, but pretty much condemn a team to relegation here and make it only, you know, a, a two horse race really. And even some might say Bolton are a bit a bit beyond it, but. But but you know that sure, surely the players must look at that and just think this, you know this this is our opportunity to make our chances of survival a bit better, you know make it only between two teams and which again you, you you'd hope the players would would use so hopefully they, yeah. they can see I'm that. I'm sure there's people yeah. listening to this Matt going yeah but look at us are bolting away Rotherham away yeah. Rotherham today <laughs> I know I totally agree with you but I'm just saying. There will be that this this bunch of players seem to lack that killer touch. Mm. Well, I think like one of one of the main problems with the players is that they're they're too or, or well they're they're afraid to to lose matches, but they're too afraid to win matches, and that in the situation that they're in at the moment could almost be their demise really because it, it's it's a bit of a cliche in football, but it's the losing mentality, and it's I think. Some people thought it might have been going away at the start of at the start of um, Gomez's reign, but of late it definitely seems to have definitely seems to have crept back in really. So because and I think the Rotherham game was or the game of the weekend was 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 the key result to that really. Just sitting back so much they they don't really want to or they they don't want to keep going forward and win a game, and it it, it could prove to be there could prove to be their demise really so but hopefully it'll be 
it'll be a positive result and like I say they can they can almost condemn it switch to, to relegation really so yes no I totally agree with that I had to leave there for a moment because I was coughing so <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot Matt for continuing bit of improvisation oh, yeah, sorry <laughs> bit of improvisation yes there was <laughs> cracking job there Matt <laughs> I'm going to finish this because I seem to be coughing quite a lot so uh, thanks a lot and uh, I will uh, be back maybe next week let's see how my illness progresses <laughs> and uh, Thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers.